Welcome to the Business Chef Podcast, where we learn from the best about the business side of the food service industry. Do you make food? Then let us help you make money doing it. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook, or email us info at businesschef.org. Hello and welcome to the Business Chef Podcast. Of course, I'm Chef Sean Boucher and thank you for joining us. It's been a little while since we've done one of these shows, but I think it's time and I have gotten this question a couple of times now over the last couple of months and so I thought, hey, it's time to address it. So... When I started asking questions, when I started reaching out and saying, hey, you know, if you've got questions, let's let's talk about it, um, I got interesting responses, uh, a lot of different responses, and uh, a lot of them kind of came, came uh, you know, along the same lines. So, like, if somebody had a question about labor and retaining their employees, then, hey, they would ask, or they would ask, one person might ask, how do I retain employees? Another one would say, how do I keep my guys? Another one would say it, you know, a different way, but basically the same concept. The concept that I'm talking about today is the concept of food cost. Now, a couple of different questions, and there's going to be one question in particular that I address head on and uh, as completely as I can, but a couple of others are going to be more along these lines where it is the the general concept was asked uh, in a couple of different ways, a couple of different questions. The overarching thing that we're talking about today, though, is food cost. Now, what I want to talk about here is a little bit diverse, a little bit, I wouldn't say convoluted, but just different. It's, uh, you know, when I say food cost, everybody thinks my food cost, my food cost in regards to a percentage, my food cost as it relates to my operation. But the food cost I'm going to talk about here initially was the question was basically why is food so expensive? Um, why when I go to a restaurant, is it expensive? And why when I go to the grocery store, is it just getting more expensive? Now here's it's going to be kind of a, a, a different part answer. There's going to be multiple parts. Um, so here, here's how, here's how we break it down. Um, basically when we pay for food, whether it is retail, getting it out of a grocery store, or it is paying for it in a restaurant, we're paying for a couple of different things. We're paying for we're paying for quality and we're paying for the time that it takes to either grow it or prepare it. So when it comes to food and food costs, here's, here's what I, I kind of want to address or want to talk about. So what I'm talking about when I say quality is obviously let's let's talk about beef and i'm i'm the reason i'm going to talk about beef in particular 
is that one, it's a good example, but two, that's what relates to the question that I'm going to address directly here uh, later later on. So basically, um, when it, as it relates to beef, if I'm buying beef, in particular steaks, at a at a grocery store or a market or a retail outlet of some sort what I'm paying for mostly is is quality because the price per pound um, is is going to be the same or it's going to be you know regardless of whether it's a hundred pounds or ten pounds generally that price is going to be the same sometimes the more you buy the more of a discount they'll give you and and I'll address that here later on also but mostly it's the quality now generally speaking there are you know three basic uh categories of beef there's select choice and prime so the prime there's there's less of that out there therefore from an economic standpoint because there's less supply uh there is there's a higher price because there's a more demand for that so the higher the demand and the less the supply the more more you're going to pay for that now um, with items such as steaks when it, in regards to this this food cost and what we're talking about here um, the that is the quality part of it now the the time that it takes to prepare it is is also factored in here now uh, for example when we talk about the time that it takes to prepare beef it once we get into even the higher echelons of of beef and we get into the into the the kobe beef and the wagyu and the and the different really high-end um parts parts that uh not all of us may be familiar with or have worked with but that's kind of the upper upper echelon um and the time that it takes to prepare that is a little bit more intense generally because you're paying such a high quality or such a premium for such a quality product that you really want to make sure you're getting the best yield possible out of it. So with that said, um, one of the things that I want to, I want to talk about here is the, when it talk, when we talk about time, Time is, you've heard the adage, time is money, time is labor. So generally speaking, we are paying our employees, um, our labor, to do a lot of the work hourly or for their time. They're trading their time for money. And uh, the higher the skill level they have, generally the more, um, the more money they command because they have a higher skill level, they can do more, they do things more effectively, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, with, with that said, um, because what we're trying to do, uh, requires a higher skill level, it's going to require more time. And because that time is more expensive, we're going to pay more for it. That's why in, in this circumstance or in this scenario, let's talk about a steakhouse in a steakhouse scenario. Uh, generally speaking, you can't just pull somebody off the street and get them to cook a hundred steaks a night perfectly. 
um, that takes a certain level of time and finesse and skill and ability to be able to do that. And so because of that, you're going to, you're going to have to pay a little bit more for, for those people, but you're also, um, you're also going to be able to command a little bit higher price for, for that service. So when people go to those, those steakhouses, they understand that they're paying for a quality product, but also a skilled, uh, a person skilled enough to, to really handle that or take care of that. So in to kind of bring this all together, uh, the two factors that, that affect food cost, uh, the time it takes to prepare it as well as the quality when it comes to that steak, um, there is, okay, and, and let me just jump into this question. So the question directly I got uh, was from Lily L. And Lily L. out of North Carolina, she has a question. And her question is, I don't understand with beef prices being what they are, how anybody can make money in these high-end steakhouses. Uh, in parentheses, steakhouses in general. It just blows my mind that we have to pay what we have to pay for this beef, and then it doesn't seem like we can ever hit that 30% food cost. Thoughts? Well, okay, so here are my thoughts on that. How do you charge for food is really kind of what we've got to back up to to answer this question. What, what do we charge for food is whatever the market will bear. So if the market will bear um, $100 a steak, then we charge $100 a steak. Um, but if the market will only bear $75 a steak, we charge $75 a steak. It really comes down to knowing like what, what your market is. Um, what is your market on, on the good or the service that you're providing? What can you charge for it? What should you charge for it? What do you need to charge for it? Now, that's a very convoluted kind of uh, question because there's so many different parts to it. But um, addressing the first one. So what can you charge for it? What the market will bear? How do you find that out? Will you do some comparisons uh, from different um, restaurants or food service outlets that are around you or in your same category, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, what should you charge for it? Well, that should and could um, and have to all are kind of relative because if you are, are shooting to reach a certain percentage, then you need to charge a certain amount to be able to hit that percentage, i.e. if you want to hit a 30% food cost, then all of all of your goods and services together kind of need to make, you need to make sure that based on your sales number, you're able to hit that. So although all your items might not be priced at 30% um, of your, of your cost of goods, cumulatively, they should kind of, they should kind of come together at that. So uh, what do I mean by that? Well, you might charge 25% on one thing and you might charge 35% on others. You might charge 15% on some things and you might charge 40% on others. It really comes down to, um, in that scenario, uh, you, you kind of put it all together and you kind of, 
you it, it all equals out to where you're hitting that percentage that you want to hit. So once we hit, once we can kind of get to that point where we're hitting those percentages that we want to hit, there's a factor that's not always taken into consideration, and it applies very specifically to what we're talking about in this example of the stake. With the stake, the stake, uh, let's just say, generally speaking, it doesn't take a lot of time to prepare. So let's let's assume a few things. Let's assume that you're buying pre-cut stakes that they are they are cut to your specifications they are the quality that you are looking for and that your guests expect and because of that you are able to command maybe a little bit higher price than what the market is now say the market is $25 on that stake but uh, you are using a prime instead of a choice and you're serving a 12 ounce instead of a 10 ounce you know there there's an example you're you're it's a little bit more and it's a little higher little higher quality and therefore the perception of value in your guest size is a little bit higher so they're willing to pay a little bit more okay so say for example you're charging 28 dollars for that steak well maybe that steak costs you 15 16 dollars in raw cost well obviously that's much higher than a 30 percent cost and so people look at that and think oh man we can't serve that we can't serve that because it's so much higher and it's just going to make our, our food costs go through the roof well again stepping back and looking at our our cumulative prices your beverages your salads you know, your appetizers, some of the things that generally have a little bit lower food cost are going to be able to offset some of that margin. Now, the great thing about that steak is that you're basically taking it out of the package, putting it on the grill, and then sending it out the door once it's done. So it's not taking a lot of labor ahead of time. It's not taking a lot of, um, a lot of time and effort beforehand it's the time and effort that it's taking is to receive it store it open the package put it on the grill and send it out which is relatively small to maybe other items that require a lot more prep or a lot more attention therefore your the time that you're spending on that is less even though the skill level might be higher to execute that the the time you're spending on it is less and your contribution margin is much higher a lot of times. So say, for example, you have an item that is a 30% food cost and you're charging $5 for it. Okay. So we'll, you know, we'll just say that, let's say you're charging $4.50 for it and it's a $1.50 cost, but it takes a little bit of time to prepare. There's multiple ingredients, et cetera, et cetera. Well, at the end of the day, when you sell that item, maybe you're selling it uh, you know, at 450. But how much are you getting back once you sell that? Well, your your margin say that you're taking a little bit of time to prepare it and things. Say it's two dollars raw cost with lab labor and food and everything. You're putting, you know, essentially taking overhead and things out of it two dollars to the bottom line, and that's great. But you got to sell a lot of those to really really make some money. Where is that stake? That contribution margin is a lot higher. And so 
if you're charging $28 for it and your cost is 15, well, for every steak that you're selling, because that time is so much less, you're, you're making a lot more. You're making almost $13 on that. You got to sell a lot less of those steaks to make a lot more of that bottom line profit than you do uh, some of those other items that maybe take more time. I hope that helps. I hope that it, you know answers your question. Um, basically, even though these high-end steakhouses might be charging a bunch of money for it and their food cost might be high and maybe your food cost is high, I'm not sure exactly what kind of um, what kind of facility you're running or, or what your operation looks like. But the, the bottom line is that they're, those are very profitable items from a, a bottom line perspective, maybe not always a percentage perspective, but from a bottom line perspective, you're, you're contributing more to the bottom line on some of those items than you are, you know, others that maybe have better percentages. Anyway, I hope that hope that helped. Um, I kind of confused myself, <laughs> so I don't remember exactly everything that I said. So hopefully, I said something worthwhile and useful. But uh, anyway, hope hopefully that answered your question. Um, in a nutshell, though, to kind of sum up and wrap up, two things we pay for when it comes to food is we pay for the quality of the ingredients. Uh, we pay for the time and the skill level that it takes to execute on those ingredients. And we have the opportunity to really design menus and concepts and things that are very profitable by uh, looking at everything overall and having, even though one item or two items might not uh, hit our, our required percentage, um, cumulatively, everything that we're selling, our entire cost of goods can be at that number um, if we if we can design it as such uh, and have some, some have lower costs and some have higher costs. But at the end of the day, really what it's about is about putting money in the bottom line and those uh, big ticket items that maybe like stakes that maybe uh, require a little bit less effort could potentially put more money to the bottom line um, if you do it right. So anyway, hope that helped. Obviously, this is my opinion and this is just uh, what I'm doing to, uh, to help out. But uh, anyway, I hope that it does. Um, if you have questions, you have comments, you have anything you want to share or anything that you want to put out there, let me know and uh, I'll try to address it. Other than that, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being a part of things. Thanks for supporting us. We'll see you next week. Hey, thanks for sticking around. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends, family, co-workers, or anyone who's interested in making food and money. And when you get a second, give us a review. It really helps us get the word out as well as letting us know how we're doing. Want to connect with us? 
check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us, info at businesschef.org.